Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Linda Ockrell Jenna here, one of the co-founders of the Small Business Community Network. And today we're chatting via the Small Biz podcast to Chris Davies, founder and CTO of Polarverse IT Services. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing well, Linda. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, had a lovely weekend, ready for the week ahead, very busy like you are. And uh, I believe you've just come back from an awesome um, conference in the state somewhere. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was in uh, New Orleans in Louisiana or New Orleans, however they say it there. A <laughs> um, lot, hu- lot of humidity, but the uh, the conference was really good and my wife and daughter got to come and have some uh, time exploring the city as well. So it was, a, it was a good trip overall. Oh, it sounds awesome. And you know what I like about that? The fact that when you attend these conferences, I believe it helps you to keep up with the new trends, new, new IT information, stuff like that. So thanks for doing that. It's good to always know that you're keeping up with those things. If it's possible, if you really don't mind sharing a little bit about Polarverse and who you are, what you do, I'd love to uh, share with our listeners, Chris. Sure. Um, well, Polarverse actually started in 2003. Originally, we were called the Computer Doctor, and for numerous reasons we don't have time for right now, in 2012, <laughs> the name was changed to Polarverse IT Services. Um, basically, Polarverse IT Services has always been um, focusing on small businesses to protect uh, everyone's data, and our motto kind of is, we eat our own dog food. There isn't anything that we would put into a customer's office or our service offerings that we don't use ourselves or have in-depth experience with. Oh, I love that. I love that. Really, that gives, that gives me a lot of faith in your organization immediately. So um, how long did you say you guys have been in business now? Since 2003. So um, it's about uh, 12 going on 13 years, I guess. Whoa, that's a long time. How do you think you've been able to be sustainable through all the different changes that we've seen in the business world? I think a lot of it has to do with them very personal with my clients. Like we almost develop friendships to some degree. So there's a lot of trust there. And they refer me to their friends and business associates as well. And nothing beats a personal referral. Um, it's just my clients have stuck with me through kind of thick and thin and me on my side as well. Whoa, uh, so it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a very nice ride. I'll tell you that. That's amazing. So um, I know you you're very new to the Small Business Greens Network, and thank you for coming on board as one of our members. But as soon as I met you, we built up a relationship on LinkedIn, if I remember rightly. Yeah, it was LinkedIn. That's right. Yeah, 
And mm-hmm. um, as soon as I met you face to face, you fitted the same personality, the same profile that I built up of you on LinkedIn, getting to know you online. And I guess that's, you know, what your loyal customers found, that you are the person, the authentic person that, that they got to know, and you are the authentic person and very transparent that wants to help them. It's not all about you. It's mm-hmm. about your customers as well. And I believe this is why they've stayed loyal to you through the thick and thin. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very much believe in transparency with my uh, clients. I don't hide anything or pull any punches. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. And it's difficult to do. I know we're all busy and a lot of people say, well, I haven't got the time to get to know my clients. I just want to sell to them. So, you know, good for you. Um, What's your main offering? Um, I know you said managed services, but can you explain to our listeners what exactly that means? Yeah, managed services, uh, I guess, is still fairly new offering, at, uh, at least in the small business circles. I uh, used to be what was called a break-fix shop. Basically, something breaks, you call me to come and fix it. Mm-hmm. What managed services does is allows me to monitor a client's networks, their workstations, their servers, and I generally get alerted to a problem before you even know it is there or take care of it before it becomes a bigger problem. So it puts my clients in a proactive kind of mode instead of reactive, so it reduces a lot of downtime and user frustration. <laughs> wow, that's amazing, and if you've seen um a lot of what's been going on in the news over the weekend, we're not going to actually mention one in particular, but um, that sounds very much like I'm hoping the the um, security part of IT, mm-hmm. the thing they do, they they manage to get to the problem before the client does or their clients do, and they can fix any security problems before it gets out of hand. Is that that's the kind of thing you do? You make sure that early detection works, being aware of the the problem yep. or the challenge. Yep. That's yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much it. Um, I have a console and a ticket system that basically I have running on a couple of monitors all the time and alerts me when something is going on and I can react to it. And uh, uh, some clients want to know when I've done stuff. Others mm-hmm. just want to know when there's something major. But anyone can log into my ticket system and see their history. So sometimes they see tickets they didn't even know I had done any work on. Wow. So really, you're giving us peace of mind and you're taking away a lot of the the stress involved around our IT requirements and, you know, stuff like that, which is absolutely awesome. Um, And many organizations offering this now, you said it's quite a new new thing. Yeah, I'm, uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with managed services to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the term that's been given it is business continuity, which oh, can extend mm-hmm. beyond IT services. But what I, what I focus, that's what my main focus is right now is business continuity, which is to reduce as much downtime to my clients as possible. Uh, managed services is part of that. You may, and backups is another piece. And you've probably heard the term disaster recovery when oh, yeah. you have to restore <laughs> But but what it what the business continuity does, and that's actually some of the stuff I was at my conference at last week that I was finding out more tools and tips about, is um, a disaster can be something as small as your internet went down. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be that the building burned down or something like that. Now that that's a major disaster, of course. But <laughs> but the idea of business continuity is that. I've got a plan in place for your IT that no matter what happens, I'll get you back up and going 
as fast as possible uh, based on what, what we've discussed and agreed on what's an acceptable frame of time. Because yeah. when your systems are down these days, you're losing money every hour, every, sometimes every minute, that you can't get into your systems to support your customers. So what I do, is my, the biggest function of the business continuity is uh, image-based backups instead of file-based. The difference is with an image-based, if, if a server or workstation went down, I could have you running virtually, which is like running in a window, uh, that same machine with as fast as 15 minutes. So while I'm fixing the actual hardware that went, you could continue working via the cloud or via a local device that's in the office. Mm -hmm. Um, based on a file-based kind of backup, mm -hmm. you could be looking at days, you could be looking from hours, days to a week to get back up and going on that particular device. Well, you've explained it brilliantly because, no, I'm not at all into IT as such, even though <laughs> my husband and business partner knows a lot about it. I just have a man fix it for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm trying to keep out all the techno terms because I don't want it to be like that. But, you're doing uh, an awesome job because not everybody who's listening to this podcast will understand the technical terms. And mm -hmm. in order for you to be successful in business, and you've just displayed that, Getting to people like me who don't know all the techie bits and keeping it business-like is he's a gem. So <laughs> thank you for being able to do that. And have you ever noticed when somebody's trying to sell you a product or service and they get really techie, it goes over my head. So I don't choose someone to do business with because of how clever they are and, and yeah. how technical they are. I need to be able to understand them and they need to be able to understand my needs. And if you can't explain to me how you're going to help me and why you're going to help mm -hmm. me and where my money's being spent, I'll just look for the next person. We have um, quite a few um, members in IT, different ranges of IT, um, mm -hmm. with the SBCN and other networking organizations. Yep, I know a couple of them. Awesome. <laughs> and the thing is... Sometimes, you know, they will get frustrated with me because they want me to sit down and listen to the techie terms and explain how I can do it. And I go, I'm in this lovely position where I can pay somebody to do it. I don't <laughs> want to know, but I can point people oh, yeah. in their direction who do that, want to well, know. Well, that's exactly it. it. I, I basically become of my client's IT department. And the idea is you're paying me to worry about that. Yes. You're not, you want to focus on your business, not yes. on your technology. Yes. You know, if we were all good at everything, then I'd be doing everything. There wouldn't be a place for you, Chris. I'd be doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be standing up there at the podium and, and saying, I yep. know all about IT. I, I know about how uh, social media and, you know, increasing your dollar, you know, can help your business, but I don't know the technicalities. Um, you, this, I think this is why we got on so well and why you have so many loyal clients because not only do you interest me, make me laugh, you keep it simple and I love that. Now, you did promise me you have a few um, thoughts or you, you've got this awesome report out. Are you able to share any of that report for us today or is that going to be for another podcast, Chris? Um, well, I can tell you... Um, uh, the report is available online now, so if mm -hmm. you go to if you go to poliverse.com slash BDR, that's uh, Brother David Roger, mm -hmm. uh, you can get that report for free. And what, what that report does is it's going over 12 little-known facts that business owners should really know when they're looking at uh, protecting their data. It's not uh, full business continuity, but it's a lot of things that don't get overlooked, such as what I was saying before with the difference between a a file backup versus mm -hmm. a image backup or different types of uh, security 
that you should have in place because as we know there's a lot of threats out there these days the big ones the good old crypto locker mm-hmm. that basically takes control of your machine <laughs> locks you out yeah it's scary it's yeah scary. Uh, yeah it's, I, I i don't understand why people do that kind of stuff i mean obviously it's to it's ransomware. It's to extort money from you, right? But uh, can, can like, I can I just jump in and say there's something funny? Sure. So as you know, Dave's been in Atlanta all week, and I can contact any IT guy I like. I've got many working for us who can <laughs> you know help us out. So um, I'm a bit lazy. I've got an awesome Mac computer, but I'm a bit lazy. I'm not very tidy on my computer. You should see my desktop. And so I noticed in particular every time I went on Twitter my camera light was blinking green. And then I'd read all these things about how people can take over your camera and do all these funny things. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. What I started I... panicking, Chris. I really didn't. <laughs> so Dave's at the airport by now, and he said, sweetheart, I'm sure you've just been a little bit complacent and you've probably left your, what was it, your, your FaceTime on or something. Before mm-hmm. I asked Dave, though, I did what we shouldn't do with our health or anything, really. I went and Googled it, and I got all these scare stories. So <laughs> I thought, calm down, Linda. So before I'd even contacted Dave, I got some sticky tape, some... Yeah, I was going yeah. yeah, yeah. to say you can get these little <laughs> stickers that a lot of people do to just cover the camera. Oh, boy. When they're I not covered using the, it. Yeah, I covered <laughs> the camera. I was having a panic attack. But then I did what Dave said, and let's start at the simplest thing first let's not get out of hand and panic so yes i'd left my facetime on so i took the sticky <laughs> off my camera and i calmed down so that's me that's me do you have many people out there who panic and go somebody's taking over my computer <laughs> oh yeah I, I i get it all all the time some sometimes my clients will ask if i was doing something on their computer because i can remote in and do stuff yes, but I, yes. ne- I never remote in without them Knowing about it, oh, that's good. Going to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, because you know, I uh, you can't both be using the mouse at the same time for one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that bit. I've tried that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, Chris. So, how do you alleviate? I'm one of your clients and one of your customers. I'm panicking like I was with Dave. How do you make me feel better? That no, no. It, you know what the biggest thing I see? People go, my my, my um, email's been hacked. Somebody's hacked my email and I have to get a new email. Actually, maybe they haven't, but maybe we've clicked on a, a link. I mean, how do you make mm. us feel better about that? And you know, Well, uh, something like that, the first thing I tell my client to do is change your password because if they've gotten access to your account, that's the first way to get them out of it. It's the simplest and quickest thing to do. Okay. Um, but, and that's, you know, if they've made a copy of the data, you know, there's nothing we can really do about it at that point, but we can prevent them from using your account to spam or to okay. get at anything else. So basically, I guess the lesson I learned is not to panic, ask a professional, and yeah. we've got... Call your, call your IT. Call my IT. <laughs> and if they're not available, find an SBCM member because they're the most helpful, helpful members I know. So, Chris, I hope we can have another conversation like this maybe maybe if, you, if you're around about in July because what I'd like to do is, is keep our listeners up to date with not only what you do but with, you know, some tips that can help them, um, some different tips, obviously, that can can help them, you know, manage their maybe not so much all their IT requirements. They'd never be able to do that. But tips and tricks maybe mm-hmm. that you come across. If you'd love to share some more with us, I would love that. Now, did you give us the uh, your website address when you gave us the um, the information? Yeah, if you 
if you just go to polarverse.com, uh, that'll take you to the main site. Um, and if you want that free report, then it's just polarverse.com slash BDR, Brother David Roger. That's absolutely awesome. I actually had a quick peek at the report because you sent it to me also. And what you're doing is what I think is amazing. You're giving away something of value. You're sharing mm-hmm. something that's valuable to us. And I, I've I really, always, yeah, I, almost, I almost monthly have some other report on something else, so there's always something available. Okay, so... Uh, so, I mean, I can, if, you know, every time we have a conversation, I'll be sure to let you know where those... Those are. I do usually share them through the social networks as well. That's awesome. You're, you're awesome. You're sharing some fantastic um, information, um, articles, whatever you like to call them, blogs on mm-hmm. our LinkedIn group, SBCN LinkedIn group. And I find that really good because they're all, all very meat and potatoes. They've got all the basics in that we need. And as I say, that's what we need to do. If you're not around, we can look at one of your you know, blog posts that you've shared and we can get right. the help. Is there anything else you want to share with us today, Chris, before we let you get on with your busy day? Um, that was kind of the gist of it. Anything else would get a little too technical. and Well, we'll know, save the but... technical bits till next time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, anyone can contact me by email or, or call if they uh, even just want to did get you, my opinion on something. Did you want to share your email and your phone number, or are they easily found on the website? Uh, it's found, you'll find in the website there's actual contact section awesome. where you could actually contact me that way as well. Yeah, because if we can't contact our IT people, we are lost. So again, <laughs> thank you, Chris. Really appreciate this time, and uh, we look forward to chatting with you again, maybe in July if you're available. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Have a lovely day. Bye for now. Bye.